Hello and welcome to another fine episode of Camfu and Friends, the show where we discuss entertainment in all its forms. What was that sigh for? Fine. Fine. A little better than that. I'm I'm running out of things. <laughs> the, the thesaurus is not uh, the thorith. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, we are in the final part of a three-part series discussing our favorite things from 2011. We've already done our top five favorite movies episode, our top five favorite TV shows, and now it's time for our top five favorite songs of the year. Mm. I am your host, Cam Fu. It's nice of you to join us today. Allow me to introduce my guest host for this episode. Join us again, everyone's favorite. Join us again. (laughs) Join us again. Join us again. For the, what is this? Eight? Nine? Too many. I don't know what it is. Too many. Andrew, welcome back. Hi. Welcome back for the music episode. So, tell me. Yeah. This is the surprise question. You're not ready for this Indeed. Who is your favorite, or what is your favorite band? Oh, that is a good one. Well, I was going to go with Project 86 in honor of our guest. (laughs) But I'll trace it back to my childhood. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, everyone's should-be favorite band. Four superstars, four superheroes, supergroup of the 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond. Black Eyed Peas? (laughs) Oh, man. Let's just say this. How many bands have, well, let's say their own brand of wine, their own coffin, their own <laughs> Christmas ornaments, oh. their own, I mean, you name it, they have it. So oh, that right boy. there says everything you need to know about music, oh, people. That's boy. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Saying. So for those who are not educated, what band are you talking about? We're talking about the only band that has a Catman, <laughs> a Space Ace, or a Spaceman because Ace, well, whatever, Starchild, and the Demon. We're talking about, that's right, Kiss. <laughs> the hottest band in the world. Now, they've been around a long time. I know way too much about them than I should. But what I find super interesting is that when you're a kid and you're ingrained with, you know, the imagery and the posters and, the, and all the hoopla, and they, they, they constantly tell you they're the biggest band in the world, you believe it. And then you find out later that, okay, they were big, but maybe they weren't the biggest band in the world. They were, they were super popular for a couple of years as a kid, but I think there were bands that were just as big. Anyway, not in my mind. So <laughs> that's where I live. Find me, baby. Gotta love it. Kiss. Who's your favorite member of Kiss? The Catman? <sighs> well, there's been a couple of cats in the band. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, well, I mean, you can't, go, you can't go without Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. They've been around forever. You know, they're the only two original members in the band. One of the highlights of my life was the reunion tour they did with the original members in the mid-90s. Just uh, an amazing thing to see. Did you go to Not that? necessarily to hear, but to see. Did you go to that show? I did, yeah. Wow. I've seen them probably 20 times over the years. <laughs> do they, they have a new album coming out this year, right? <laughs> they do. They're currently uh, wrapping it up. It's called Monster. And uh, <laughs> I know it. Randy will be the first in line to buy it. <laughs> it will probably be a Walmart exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be lined up to pick up his Are monster you t-shirt. Sure, there's some other records named Monster <laughs> out there. There's also a delicious beverage called Monster. <laughs> Does Kiss have their own energy drink? They probably. Uh, you know, the, I, I've never seen one, but I wouldn't put it past. Maybe them. they'll do a promotional tie-in with Monster. They will stick drink. their name on anything. <laughs> All right. Well, my second guest host, as you've already heard, is Randy, who joined us earlier on episode four. He currently works as a music supervisor. 
and uh, he gets to listen to music all day. That's all he gets to do. So only appropriate to have him on here. Welcome back, Randy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And what is your favorite band of favorite band all time? of all time? Oh, where we? Um, that's a hard question. Nicki Minaj. It's definitely the Beatles, but um, I have a lot of favorite bands. So, mm-hmm. but I yeah, I would say the Beatles are, are number one. In my in my book, and who that's else? a safe, who else? Good answer. A safe good answer. Throw, throw a couple <laughs> more at me. What else you got? Um, I love a lot of classic rock, so we can just go down the line: Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Yeah, I love Beach Boys. Hmm. Just all the good stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, my favorite band is Death Cab for Cutie. Everyone already knows that. <laughs> oh, so boy. let's dive into our topic today. I haven't seen their lunchbox. <laughs> They might have one. They, yeah, they might. But they might. They probably don't have 10 different kinds of ones. <laughs> that's true. That's yep. true. Let's talk about our five favorite songs of 2011. Music. All right, I'll start us off, and let me just say that I took my list of five favorite songs from Zune under my most played hmm. uh, section. I thought I thought I'd mix it up because on my website I did a top ten favorite albums of the year. So Zune is awesome, by the way. Randy, what what do you think of Zune? I like it. Yeah, I like you, it a lot. And have you used iTunes? I do. I use both. I use them all. I use iTunes. I use Zune. I use Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they all have their their pluses. I think Zune's really cool because the user interface is just gorgeous. It is, and unfortunately, you can't get everything on Zune. You can get a lot, right? But you can't get everything. Some stuff Can you that get you, everything anywhere? Doesn't uh, isn't everyone a li- little bit limited by? <laughs> yeah, they don't have um, certain albums right, or artists, right? But uh, most of the stuff that you can't find on Zune, you can find on iTunes, and some stuff that you can't find on iTunes, sometimes you can find on Spotify, and sometimes you can't find it on Spotify. So I just use all three. Yeah. Why not use all three? You're smart. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> all right. Well, here we go. My first favorite song of 2011 is by a band named Desire, and the song is called Under Your Spell. So that came from the Drive soundtrack, which was one of my favorite movies of the year. Actually, it was my number one movie of the year uh, of 2011. And uh, man, all the tracks on there are good, but this is the one that I listen to the most. It just has that awesome buzzy synth beat that just is totally addicting. And uh, well, the whole tra- soundtrack is awesome. I, I recommend it to anyone. Andrew, what is your number five favorite song number five favorite song well i it was hard to cut it down to five because i listen to a, a lot of new music that's a complete lie <laughs> um all right well i'm gonna go with a local artist he's done a lot of good work in the past but i think uh i think he hit a pinnacle of new uh new excitement <laughs> new creativity 
It's your theme song, buddy. Camphoon Friends. <laughs> the Camphoon Friends <laughs> yeah. theme song. Yeah. Flattered. See, I, <laughs> I am flattered. Honestly, I I love everything about it. I think it's perfect. It's got the right vibe. Man. Uh, you did a great job. Thanks, so, man. One day I'm going to learn to play it on the guitar, <laughs> and then I'm going to make a YouTube video of myself playing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so everyone can learn. <laughs> But I'll play it wrong, but I'll, <laughs> I'll look like I'm playing it right. Yeah. Funny thing is, I wouldn't even know how to show you how to play it. Well. One-time thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some people shit magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, that's actually a really good choice. I really like that one. Yeah, I don't know you why, do. I don't know little, why I didn't ego think boost, of it, but it is a really awesome song. Oh. Like genuinely awesome. <laughs> Even if it didn't say my name in it, I would still think it's awesome. It it does though. I know. So you'll never believe me. No one right. will ever believe me. Right. All right, Randy. We are eager to hear your number five. Okay. So my number five song, favorite song of the year, would be from a band called Young Galaxy. They're from Vancouver, British Columbia. The song is called The Angels Are Surely Weeping. Um, it's off the album Shapeshifting. And it's uh, really good, so I think everyone should check it out. We I like the uh, '90s vibe of it. Um, cool. It's, it's real dark. It's kind of a dark song. Definitely, highly recommend the whole album. It's very good. I, w- I would say it's fair to state that the five, my five favorite songs, could be definitely my five favorite albums, or at least top five favorite albums. So, just a little disclaimer. All right, moving on to number four. My number four favorite song is a song that you could not escape from in 2011. One of the songs that you could not escape from in 2011. This is Party Rock Anthem oh, by no. LMFAO. Yeah. Party Rock is in the house So what is it about that song that you like? I really like that techno beat in there. Just that wah, 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 wah. Like that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> is it a joke to you or is it are you legitimately I, I legitimately like the song. Okay. But I also recognize it as a joke. Like, okay. Does that make sense? Like, I recognize that it's silly and that it's popular mm-hmm. and everyone likes it. Would you say it's a guilty pleasure? Uh, Yeah, that's probably a fair term. Okay. Yeah, guilty pleasure. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not above it. 
<laughs> but I'm just kind of sounds like you. Right? I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, would you say that, yeah, that song was everywhere? That Oh, for sure. all over the place. Absolutely. It played in the Kia commercial with the uh, dancing, still, giant yeah. dancing. Probably hamsters. one of the most random Oh, I thought they were gerbils. Oh, they, were they gerbils? I don't know. They might it could be. Whatever they It's are. a rodent. I don't know. <laughs> of some kind. Type of rodent. Dancing <laughs> rodent. Apparently it was also on. It's R-O-U-S. R-O-U-S. Rodent of unusual size. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah? Well, they are. They're pretty big. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> I heard the song is also on Just Dance 3 and that Andrew likes to play it every night before he goes to sleep. I would like to play that game, actually, personally. <laughs> I think we have it back in the back. Okay. Anyway, and uh, they played during the New Year's Eve show. I think it, it was either the Carson Daly one or the Dick Clark one. I'm not sure which one they did, but they played and... And it was awesome, and it started the shuffling dance craze, which I can't. Which you do. claim you can do it? No, you told me you could. <laughs> you told me you mastered it. I don't uh, believe it. I'm not going to attempt to do it. But the other day on Facebook, I uh, I posted a status saying that uh, you and I and John, you know, coworkers, were in the back of the shop, and we we uh, were learning how to shuffle. And uh, NASA reported that they could see our whiteness from space. Oh, so. boy. <laughs> oh boy. So there you go. You can leave me, leave me out of that one. No, you were trying it, too. I saw no, you. I would not do it. NASA reported it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Holy crap. <laughs> number four, Andrew. My, uh, my number four is a little song called Money by the Drums. Nice. Yeah. Tell, well, me, I know. tell me why. Well... It's one of the only new songs I'd know. <laughs> um, something about having money. <laughs> I, so You know, a lot of the new songs that I've heard um, is only because Cameron plays music. We play music yeah, when we work together. Just be honest with with the listeners here. <sighs> it goes against my nature. I like to lie. Um, <laughs> just be honest. Just say you didn't. You didn't have. There's no. You know, I don't go out of my way to listen to a whole lot of new music. Okay, so you. what I do here, uh, a lot of times, I'm not even sure what it is. So unless I ask who that is, I don't right. even you know Good. know who the artist is. But. Thanks but to Cameron, I hear a lot of new music. Grand, that yes, I, I you have normally a, hear. a friend Although, who's sometimes playing new music I do a lot. play music, and then he'll be like, "Oh, I'll play that! I love, I love Katy Perry." Mm. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, be like, "Oh, I love that Nicki Minaj song." <laughs> be like, I didn't even know what this is. It's just on Pandora. Yeah. How do you know? There's a lot of good stuff out there. <laughs> there. I think there's a certain point in your life when you, as you get a little bit older, maybe you quit paying super close attention to who the artist is. You know what I mean? You hear a song, you like it, but you're not like, hey. I'm not going to rush out and buy the record, you know? Well, at least for me. Truth of the matter, if it's not Kiss, yeah. it's nothing. Monster this year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, thanks. The drum's money. It's a very good song. I actually. No, it's a really catchy song. All right, well, thank you. Yeah, cool. Randy, number four. Uh, number four for me was an artist who um, refused to give his identity. Like, reveal who he is. So he goes by the name Subtract, which is spelled S-B-T-R-K-T. 
Um, so he's a good speller too. He, he's a great speller. <laughs> he's a, very um, mysterious. That's M I S T O R E S. He's a musician and he's a producer. He's from London. Ah. Um, he wear he actually wears a mask, so you don't really you don't mm. know what he looks like. Um, but the the song is called Sanctuary, and it's off his latest uh, album, which is on the Young Turks label. He is a, I think he he got started as a DJ, and he's been moving into producing and and doing his own music and stuff. Mm. So I, I would say his the genre is kind of like a post. Uh, dubstep sort of thing uh, soul meets um, electronica kind of stuff so I just think it's cool because he keeps this weird persona. Where he doesn't. He doesn't want anyone to know who he is. Um, That's been done before. I don't know. Who <laughs> you, know you know who did that? I don't before. know who's ever. You know done who it did before? that before? Splinter or whatever his name is. <laughs> oh my god! Four dudes from New York pulled that off in the seventies. I, I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm really not. That was before we don't I was understand born. The reference. That was before I was born. Um, he apparently I haven't seen him live, but I guess he plays uh, real drums. Along with his samples and stuff, and yeah, I would love to see him live. That's Be- cool. Yeah, you know who he reminds me of a little bit is Tycho. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he kind of has that kind of yeah. same vibe where it's stuff you would kind of ex- you would kind of expect to hear in the background of like a corporate video. Maybe. Oh, ooh, ooh, oh, did I just? Uh, you? No. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> a, a good corporate video. Uh, yeah. How about that? Um, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I um. No, I just think he's kind of different. It's cool. Are we still recording? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, did we lose? So that that's my number four. Subtract. The track is called, and I don't remember it off the top of my head right now, and that is Subtract. The track is called Sanctuary. It's off the Young Turks label. It's available on all forms of online music, so I highly recommend it. All right, so let's move on to number three. My third favorite song of 2011 is another song that you could not escape. I would say this one and the last one, uh, Party Rock Anthem, were the like two inescapable songs. This one is Foster the People, Pumped Up Kids. Yeah, it's a good song. All Catchiest song of the year, catchiest chorus. Very catchy, yeah. Catchiest chorus of the year, just uh, 
all around good. Their whole album, Torches, is an amazing album. Aren't I the like lyrics it. like supposedly violent or whatever? I've never bothered to read them, but some about bullets and is it, is it really like, or is it just being overblown? No, I don't think it's really. Violent. I thought people like, were like, oh, it's about shooting kids or something mm, like that. I don't think it is. No? I think it's a metaphor right. something. It's a metaphors. Metaphors. I don't get it. Mm. What's your number three, Andrew? <sighs> Sorry. Number three. The, <laughs> the number three bill. Rice-a-roni. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number three is a song called Night Call. It is by Kavinsky and Love Fox. Oh, that's which, a good song. I mean, when I was in high school, I wanted to start a band, and that's actually the name I wanted to use was Kavinsky and Love Fox. <laughs> <laughs> but it had already been taken. Um, also from the Drive soundtrack. Yes, that's right. That's which, awesome. technically, that song didn't come out. Sorry. Did it? No. Oh, um, well, I'm Kavinsky, sticking with my choice. Well, no, I think it's acceptable because it came out on that's an fine. album. So it got re-released, but it, as far as I know, it's from 2009. Mm. And my song earlier, the Desire song, might be from Yeah. Early I mean, I, it's... But I think it's acceptable. I, f- I feel like you're cheating your audience. Either way, <laughs> you wouldn't have three songs. <laughs> no, again, it's another song that Cameron... Uh, was playing and it's just really catchy i like that uh it sounds like a cylon robot singing the main vocal that part kind of cracks me up i don't even know what he's saying it's like, <laughs> oh like, that's cool so but it's it's catchy and then the, the it's, girl it's comes in I mean, the, I, the soundtrack is great because it, it keeps the same sort of vibe. It's not; it all has '80s overtones, but they're not blatant '80s songs. But they have this cool vibe to them. You're like, "Yes, this is cool." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great collection of songs, especially it just to- completely fits with his character, the main character, which is doesn't have a name. I guess his name is the driver. The driver. Yeah, that amazing like. Uh, scorpion jacket and the the fingerless gloves. That. <laughs> that. Good job, nice. Fully love that. Fully work. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Cool. Yeah, great song. Good pick. Number three, Randy. Uh, my number three song, and I, I I would say it's pretty fair um, that Cameron and I might see eye to eye in this one. This. Um, it's a band from France. The band is called M83. Yes. And the song is called Midnight City.
and some of you listening is like, oh, sweet track, Randy. That's like Captain Obvious over here. But it's just a really good song. <laughs> you know, but still, a surprising amount of people have not heard of M83. Well, I think they have now. <laughs> I, I like I like that. I it's like that it's just a it's a great song. It's yeah. different. Um I can't listen to it without laughing because of that funny YouTube video of the dude like singing the the high that melody part. Video is hilarious. So I can't listen to the song anymore. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But before that video, I really enjoyed it. So yeah. I mean that the album's really good. That album's insane. It's it's very um it takes you kind of on a journey. <laughs> and another album that's kind of a little influenced by the 80s. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, it is 80s. I, I would say yes. 90s, 80s and 90s for me are... are Magic. Everything is... It has to have some sort of undertone of, of an 80s and 90s influence. Mm. And it's just, you know, it was the decades I grew up. Andrew, it's the 50s, the 50s and 60s. 50s and 60s, yep. <laughs> yep. Flower people unite. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's get out of name. <laughs> for for Cameron, it's like 2008, 2009. So. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> when he was when he first became allowed to listen to music <laughs> a few years ago. Lady what Gaga's, kind of music they play in China? <laughs> Lady Gaga's Poker Face was the yeah. first song I've ever heard. A secular song, I yeah, should say. That's yeah, right. Should clarify. Uh, we all know that one of um, Cameron's favorite films of last year was The Art of Flight. Which doesn't feature that song, but it all features that band. All right, mine number two is very dose. awesome. It comes from an artist who didn't really... Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone else has heard of them, uh, unless they read my blog. But it's a band called 21 Pilots. Hmm. And the song is called Lovely. Let's hear it. Dear friends, here we are again, pretending to understand how you think your world is ending. Sending signals of red flags and waves. It's hard to tell the difference between one water these days. I'll pray the one that you see. The only difference between life and dying is one is trying. That's all we're gonna do, so try to love me and I'll try to save you. So if you listen to that chorus there, it actually kind of has a similar vibe to a uh, party rock anthem with that little <laughs> with that little bit of like techno, you know, ish thing going on there. But um yeah, 21 Pilots is an, is a recent discovery for me and it was my favorite uh it comes from my favorite album of last year. Uh the album's called Regional at Best. And uh I think it's fair to say that they are a mix between Owl City Mm-hmm. Eminem, mm-hmm. The Killers, wow, and maybe Jack's Mannequin. Wow. Like they'll rap, and they have this techno thing going on, and they have uh, this rock thing going on. It's just like just this crazy mix. Can we abstain? And this is just a personal problem. Can we not use the word techno? <laughs> I agree. Quite demanding. And I just, <laughs> wow. I just, no brown M&Ms either. 
Randy, if there's any brown M and M's, Randy's gonna because crash gonna this freak. room. Automatically, yeah. when you hear techno, you're like, "Oh man, techno!" Oh, really? <laughs> techno. Everyone likes techno. That's my belief. Is everyone truly likes it? They just don't like. Techno. But there's like, um, and I, I'm trying not to sound like an asshole. No, I, there are so many subgenres of electronic music that when you say techno, it just it just remi- immediately reminds me of like bad '90s like. <laughs> Yeah, okay. man, I was That's grooving to that. I was grooving to that dude in the club. So. <laughs> Say what you want about that, buddy. In I was ripping it up in the clubs. <laughs> so I don't know. Would would electronica be a um, word? You, yeah, I, there it, it it gets a little ridiculous. Dream pop. I would sure. Okay. The the subgenres of electronic music are there. It's pretty. I know it's huge. It's incredible. <laughs> Speaking of like kind of pet peeves, you know what? One of mine is an. I didn't really want to bring this up, but I'm going to now, and I can stick this in Seaside. Let's do it. Because it's not that important. But when you recommend a song or an artist or an album to someone, and they kind of do that, yeah, okay. But you know they're not going to ever listen to it. You're just like, oh, you got to listen to this album. You'll like okay. it or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have to check that out sometime. Sure. Uh, and you're like. I guess that's different. I don't really recommend songs to people and go, oh, you got to hear this or hear Yeah, but that. if you okay. hear something that you've, you, you are so excited about, you're like, oh, my gosh, I got to share this with people. Two, right. word, two words then. Love gun. <laughs> I sure hope you're talking about the Kiss song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has a double meaning. <laughs> and you'll figure it out once you listen to it. I think people have already Batman, Star Trek, <laughs> Kiss, Star That's Wars, it. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, done, done. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, done. Oh yeah, Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Kiss, Star Trek, Lord oh, of the Rings, and Playmates of the Year, <laughs> two thousand six through two thousand fourteen. Absolutely. All right, Andrew, number two. Well, number two. Kind of took the air out of my balloon, but it's. Uh, I'm gonna go with the pumped up kicks tune. Yeah, because it's super catchy. You know, it's just it's, it's unique sounding to me too. Mm-hmm. Certainly has the catchy melody, but I never really heard anything like it. And it's one of those things I walk around here whistling or whatever, so it sticks in my head. You know, I forgot to mention my cousin Shannon, who was on the TV episode. She's actually the one who introduced me to that song. Yeah. So and that album. Yeah. Randy, I didn't. I don't remember hearing. Did you like that song? Yeah, I, I like Fossil People. Um, I like out of that record, Houdini. Have you heard the? Yes, I like Houdini's Houdini. I think the the most out of that record. I also like Waste. <clears throat> um, Do you remember that one? No, that we'll see. Those are the only two songs. <laughs> oh, really? I'm I'm like ma- I'm just massively. I have no patience sometimes, so mm-hmm. it's very rare for me to listen to a full record. Which there are a few. The my number one song, which you'll. You'll learn that whole record is incredible. Okay, and I I listen to that whole record, but um, that M83 record, for example, is just so epic and like just I can't I can't do it. It's just too much. You can't listen to the whole. Album. You can't because I think it should be broken up in the section because <laughs> there's so much like uh, I don't know. It's just so like anthemic and epic that it's almost hard to sit through and listen to the whole thing. But anyway, mm. sorry. I, I do like fossil people. Go ahead. I have nothing else to say about them. <laughs> I don't know anything else about them, and I'm not inspired to rush out and find out everything about them, but that song was certainly unique. I saw them play it on SNL, which they played it way too fast, but, yeah, you know, fun song. Yeah. All right, Randy. Um, my number, we're on to number two? Dose. 
Okay, so my number two track. Two. Some people could make fun of me for this one. Um, some people could judge me or we say, do not, Randy, We do not do that on this show. Hopping on the bandwagon. Mm. Um, the band is called Bon Iver, which is so ironic because they're from like Wisconsin or something. <laughs> you bandwagon whore. <laughs> wow. um, I, I, I love them. I think they're a really, they, they write some really good music. But I think um, you and so many people liked that album. It's just it's just good. It's not something you're gonna jam out to. It's just something that you can really uh you take in. It's very deep. Um the the song's called Holocene. It's just I, I love their vocal harmonies, which I'm a big fan of. Um if you're a fan of the Fleet Foxes or even if you go back to the harmonies that the Beach Boys used to sing, um I'm a big fan of that. And they, they definitely utilize a lot of that. Um, a lot of four, four to f- I believe four or five part harmonies, which is kind of rare these days to hear intricate stuff like that, vocal harmonies. So, should I play it? Let's, yes, let's hear it. It's something you definitely have to be in the mood for. Yeah, I like it. It's super mellow. Mm-hmm. But their vocal harmonies are like they're 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 really cool. But they did this uh they did this cover of a Bon Jovi song and it's <laughs> it's really cool. Is it did they do it because their na- their band name starts with Bon? Also? Um maybe. I don't really <laughs> bon know Jovi, why they did bon it. Bon Iver. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's my number 2. That was interesting. Cool. Uh I believe Pitchfork the website named that Named the Bon Iver. <laughs> is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Isn't it French? Yeah, Iver, uh, yeah, it's not I Iver, like Iver's fish. I mean, house. you could call him Bon Iver. You can say Bon Iver. But um, oh, it's pronounced Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Like uh, it's Bon Jovi, too. Well, the, by, the I, I, by the way, I just find it so funny because they're from Wisconsin. It just yeah. is so funny. <laughs> it's like you're from Wisconsin. You're not from. Anyways. Anyway, on. yeah. P- uh, Pitchfork named it their, their favorite it's, album. It's of a good It's definitely a really good record. There's a lot of. Um, it's it's just like the MA3 record. It kind of takes you on a little journey. So. Cool. All right. Let's go to our number one. Oh, the anticipation's killing me. Number ones. That was a, uh album by Michael Jackson. It's called Number Ones. It's well, all know what happened to him. Yeah. Well, my number one favorite song of 2011 is by a band that's already been mentioned on this show today. The band is... Yes. <laughs> no. What? That w- I would be so proud of you. It'd be like everything I've taught you to this well, they point didn't, maybe, finally pays off. Maybe 2012. And you tell me that you love oh, man. Love Gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely not. Maybe 2012. <laughs> okay. We'll see a song off of their new album, Monster. 
That's right. Man, they should be paying us That's for right. some, uh, promotion. Monster. Hold on. You know that's going to suck. You know that album's going to suck. Uh, no. no they're <laughs> Come at the point, on. They're at the point now. They produce <laughs> their own albums. They don't get any outside writers, any outside players. So you know it's going to be really bad. No, because they do what they want to do, and they're not worried about anything. <laughs> And they people who buy it buy it, and people who don't don't. And Can not I to get right now single. on Cam Voon Friends? Let's we will do a poll. <laughs> That's P O L E. We will do a poll. <laughs> oh man, I, I just I, there, uh, there's no possible way that's going to be any good. I like how the only time Andrew will quickly <laughs> respond to you is if you insult Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> That's Absolutely. The only time. <laughs> Listen to every everybody out there in Cam Foo and Friends world. You know, sometimes you gotta appease people so you mm-hmm. can get what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you ever work with Andrew, <laughs> love Kiss because you will get whatever you need from him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So my number one has already been said today. It oh. is. It comes from M eighty three, and the song is called Outro. So I just think it's a gorgeous, gorgeous song. Um, I've listened to it the most times out of any song, any other song that came out last year. Um, It plays at the beginning of one of my favorite films of last year as well, The Art of Flight. Mm -hmm. It's the first song that you hear there, and it's just... Can I say something about that track? Yes. And I'll I'll put in a sub sub comment. I, I believe that song is better... Against a against a mood or against like film against a scene, I slow mo. You know what I mean. I am with you right there because when I made our uh, kind of family video end of the year family video in yeah. 2011, I used outro. You know, outro kind of reminds me of some of Moby's earlier work hmm. with like nineties. Um, man, I'm totally blanking on <laughs> some of those song titles right now. I think. <sighs> ah. not that one (laughs) Um, but some of Moby's earlier work and uh, like you said the whole album is pretty epic I like the whole thing yeah definitely to the whole album it's it's hard for me to listen to the whole thing though it's two CDs and it's it gets uh, a little how many tracks total it's a lot it's like 20 20 (laughs) it's a lot but I love it I love every uh, I can't say I love every song but I love it's it's definitely good it's definitely good Awesome. Number one for Mr. Andrewson. Well, this one actually is a song I like quite a bit, and a good friend of mine told me about it, said I should take a listen to it. And it is Iridescent. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> I do know. Um, it's Iridescent by Linkin Park. I guess it was in the Transformers movie. The third one. Which I don't really care about that. But what I like about the song is that it's it's got starts off very slow and somber and kind of hopeless, and then it kind of builds, 
And then by the end of it, it's very uplifting. I don't particularly care for the end of it, although I'm sure it's fun at the concert because everybody's probably chanting along. But it's just a, um, I think it's a really cool song. I'm not a big Linkin Park fan. I don't know a lot of their material. Obviously, I've heard a few of the songs over the years. But it's one of the songs that I, I like it. I think it has a really pretty melody. And then the chanting part is is what it is. But one of my favorite songs. I didn't know you liked it that much. Like yeah. Number one. Wow. I don't know. I find it very moving. Probably the slower part. You know? It's yeah. got this desperation kind of a vibe to it. Do you know the song, Randy? Um, I, I, th- I don't think so. I think there's more than one version of it. Isn't there? I know that the, for some reason, um, Michael Bay is... Transformers director, right? Correct. He just has a special place in his heart for Linkin Park. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Transformers movie, like every single it's Lincoln, yeah, every single it's a Linkin Park song has yeah, a Linkin Park yeah. song. Well, I mean, if you think about the Decepticons, there, there's a lot of sadness there. i mean you know man lincoln park i used to they used to be my favorite band like back in high school i think man they were just awesome man could do no wrong i think i was like 20 something did wrong So, yep, iridescent. There you go. That's it. 2011. Catch me next year. Lincoln Park 2011. It'll be something off Monster next year. So, (laughs) this year you get Lincoln Park. Next year you get Kiss. (laughs) That's right. Kiss. Watch Gene Simmons' Family Jewel. Tuesday night. Why does he... AMC. So, are you... No, A&E. Are you talking like... That's right. Are you talking like him? Why does he talk like that? Because he's Gene Simmons. He's a powerful and attractive man. (laughs) But he's from New York. What is he? have <laughs> an accent. <laughs> and he's Jewish. He's from, yeah, he's from Israel. God, Come on, man. He, it's perfect because he's just a mega dork. Yeah. He is a huge dork. Well, I'm surprised that he lets people see that. Now, I don't think he cares anymore, right? right. He's like yeah, 62 yeah, he years cares. old. He doesn't care less. So. But it, it's, just, it's perfect because everybody in bands, people who are listening to us know, they are all mega dorks and they're just trying to be mega cool. Dorks. <laughs> you know what? We should find a transcript of how uh, Gene proposed to Shannon Tweed yeah. on the show and have you read it in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, I know I've been a bad man. <laughs> Something like that. This is perfect. I know, I've done some things. I can't do it. But. Well, Kiss is funny because whenever they have uh, interviews, I, I think that Paul and Gene, they, they think of clever things to say before the interview so they can sound funny. Right. You know, it's like, it's like, oh man, I know you thought of that before you ever said it. This is some spur of the moment thing. Classic. You know. All right. Randy. Randy. Okay, so number my, one. My number one. Um, this is, without a doubt, my number one song. I played the song, I would say... And this is for sure, maybe about a thousand times. Wow! Especially. Really? Oh, hundred percent. Just repeat it. Um, what really made this band? What really made me love this band is I saw them live. I saw them at Numos in Seattle, and this was before I knew who they were. I enjoyed their music here and there, but I didn't. You know, when you kind of like a band, and then you go see them, you're like, you're like, holy crap, this band's amazing. So, 
The band is called White Lies. The song is called Turn the Bells. And the, I guess this will go back to what I've been chiming in about is when I listen to the song, I think of a, a scene in a movie. <laughs> and I believe this could be a really good song and a good scene in a movie. So, yeah, I'll just let the music speak for itself. So, so, yeah, White Lies. sounds like a mix between Depeche Mode and Tears for Fears. And, Tears for Fears. Absolutely. and White Lion. <laughs> Which goes back to 80s, 90s. I love the 80s and 90s. Um, dark. So, please, go out and get this record, because it's really good. All of the records are really good. White Lies. White Lies. Um, if you're in an area where they play, go see them play, because they're really good live. That's that's what I have to say about that. Awesome. <laughs> If you are curious to know what my top 10 favorite albums of 2011 were, you can find that list on my website at cam-foo.com. Uh, Randy, do you have anything to promote, a website or a um, or anything? No. no, you're good? I-, I would say that these top five songs, uh, it's it's safe to say that the albums are worth buying. Yes, you can find um, probably all the songs we've talked about on iTunes, right. Zune, or Amazon.com, or listen to them for free on Spotify, Pandora, Mm -hmm. or even YouTube. Well, before we wrap up, I asked all of my friends on Facebook, all three of them, to tell me what their favorite songs or music albums of last year were. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. um, Well, Joel Mayward would agree with you, Randy, Mm -hmm. on your number two, I believe. Oh, cool. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. (laughs) Bon Iver. Was uh, his favorite album. John Bon Iver. Taryn who works in the media processing section of our building, says, uh, Cold War Kids, Mine Is Yours. Oh, really? I didn't like that record. Um, Tanya, an old Air Force friend of mine, uh, said that her favorite album was Adele's 21, Mm. which, uh, man, I saw on so many top ten lists. Uh, Let me chime in on that. She sold so many records, as far as I know, she sold so many records of that record that she brought the percentage of overall album sales up the highest it's ever been since 2004. Wow. Isn't wow. that crazy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she can't even, she's like, she can't even sing. <laughs> she has like vocal notes and she can't even sing. My friend Carlos. I mean, she can't sing, but. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Carlos kind of backed up that. Uh, statement. Uh, I don't know if it was his favorite, but he was definitely like, you got to listen to it. It's, it's good. It's yeah. really good. I like what I've heard. I haven't gone out of the way to hear, but you can't really avoid it. I, I think I know yeah. some of the songs, right. but yeah, it's yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good stuff. It's good. Um, okay, Mike Allen. Tick tack. Yeah. Tick tack. Tick. Don't give a f. Who is on the audio team? This isn't real. Do not say the solo cup. No, it's not. Okay, okay. Did, Thank God. So he, I he think, that is, but he does. He said he does like that song. Yeah, that's not the real. Toby Keith song, <laughs> Red Solo Cup. Red Solo Cup, <laughs> not good. Um, no, it's not good. But it's kind of funny. But it's stupid. Stupid funny, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, he said his real favorite song was uh, by Maroon Five, featuring Christina Aguilera. Oh. It's oh. the um, Jagger's something or other, like Jagger or something. Yeah. Tack was into the pop. What is Tack it? Pop. Tack like what is it pop? called? What? Oh, I don't it's know. A, 
Like I don't know. Jagger? Something I don't know what it is. Something about Jagger. Something Big Jagger. about Jagger, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sarge, who is also on the audio <laughs> team. <laughs> he said, said that. Somewhere in there, he said Foo Fighters. Their latest album was his favorite. That's a good one. And then I quickly asked our friend Shane really quick what his favorite album was. And he said it was by a band called Go TA. I don't know. I've never heard of them. So I don't He's got know. an interesting taste. Yeah. Obscure. I was like, what's that? It's probably guitar. <laughs> it's probably, probably yeah. Yeah, guitar solo. Guitar. Guitarist. And glam band. Mm. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us today. Hopefully we gave you some No 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 no. No no. no. Oh, gosh. Let's let's just go right here. Your most influential album of all time. Whoa. Wow. All time. You go first, Randy. Okay. Monday. So this this album defines who I am as a guitar player, which um, we are a guitar player. I, I do play guitar and a damn good one. <laughs> That's right. Wow, I'm That's flattered. Right. That would be Smashing Pumpkins' Siamese Dream. Ooh, awesome. If, if if I was to to put all into my style of guitar playing and influence, it would be on that record. Yeah. Gosh, influence for me. I mean, I'm not a musician. So it's more of, I guess, the direction. Uh, but, I mean, I listen to everything. So I, it's hard for me to say. I got to mention probably two albums here. The first one was probably what got me into rock music to begin with. Um, it was one of the first albums or first CDs that I owned. That would be Offspring's Smash. Oh. That was a huge album for me. I loved every single song on that album, and uh, it's just awesome. It's classic. Yeah, you know, it's really catchy. They used to kind of bug me because I was like, well, they're not being serious, right? And you're all about, I want my rock to be serious. But then you find out they're, they're pretty clever, too, and it's funny. So the second album that I would say influenced me greatly is probably the album Wait, five. Wait, we're doing two? Yeah. Well... <laughs> Okay, top so, five albums that so define you. Offspring, Offspring was probably like the beginning. It's what got me into like rock music, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then my tastes morphed because of this band, The Prodigies, oh. Fat of the Lamb. Wow, that album was just huge to me because it added the electronica that into the hard rock, that kind of stuff. Into the hard rock, what? Smack my bitch up in that. Yes. Okay. Oh, that was on there. Yep. Yeah. Um, breathe. Oh my gosh, that music video. I probably watched that music video hundreds of times. Wow. I would watch MTV and wait for that music video to come on. Yeah. And uh, so that that kind of kind of shaped my tastes. But I like everything. I'm not against the prodigy. I'm not against anything. Yeah, I so, would have. I would have never guessed. That's awesome. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. It seems a little dark for you. Yeah. It does a little bit, but you know, it's it's fun. It's it's good. Mm. It's got some techno. Kevin's <laughs> <laughs> favorite techno not cool not what cool. about you Andrew <sighs> this takes me back to a uh, Christmas Eve 1977 <laughs> <sighs> a little gift under the tree didn't know quite know what it was Is it, was this the very first time that you had experienced Kiss, oh, oh, let's, or, let's let him finish his story. How do you know that I'm going anywhere near? I'm so yes. sorry. Th- this going. could easily be I'm, I'm something so completely different. Leif Garrett, something along those lines. <laughs> anyway. Keep going. You start tearing apart the packaging. You start seeing a little imagery. 
You're going, what is this? What is this blood spilling here? <laughs> and then you're like, what is this? What is this visitor from another planet? Oh, man. Oh, he has a feline friend. And you tear away the cover, Kiss Alive too. Nice. <laughs> now, nice. a lot of Kiss fans harken back to Kiss Alive as being the greatest live album of all time. Which <laughs> it's debatable whether it's even alive or not, because apparently it's not. The majority of it was dubbed, and they've admitted it. But Kiss Alive 2 was like the bookend to their to their previous three studio albums. And it contained the gems like Detroit Rock City, I Stole Your Love, Beth. It's all on that, right? <laughs> but what's amazing is it's like a greatest hits collection. And it was supposedly recorded in the L.A. Forum? Was that the old arena? Um, there was the Great Western Forum. I think this is way back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's the Great Western Forum. Um, there was... It probably is there. So th- yeah. this album came with a, a gatefold. It folds out, right? There's a full picture of their stage, flames going off everywhere. It came with a set of 12 temporary tattoos. Wow. It came with... You love tattoos, so I figured, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It also came with a booklet, The History of Kiss, uh-huh. right? And an order sheet to buy a belt buckle, poster sets, whatever. Join the Kiss Army. I did it all. But anyway, it was <laughs> it was an amazing thing. The album's really good. My only beef with it is that only three sides are live, supposedly live. The, the fourth side was five new studio tracks, which are predominantly garbage. But at the time... and. I've since read that some of the songs on there, they didn't actually play live in concert. They recorded them during soundcheck, which, again, I feel slightly misled. But <laughs> a great album. Certainly one of the ones that took me over the top. So that's the one. That that was your introduction to Kiss. Well, it wasn't It wasn't quite my introduction. I'd seen glimpses of them before, but that was the one that just pushed it home. Did you... I have two questions for you. Hit me. Did you used to paint your face all the time? Absolutely. What, who did you... Um, other than the cat man, I've lived all the personas. <laughs> Other than the, you can't do the cat man. You can't do. I, he's just. It's that's just, Peter Chris, right? Well, originally Peter Chris, now Eric Singer. Yeah. Um, no, the cat man wasn't my vibe. But yeah. as a guitar player, heavily influenced, I loved Ace and, right. and moved on. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. I mean, what aside from Kiss, guitar wise, what were your some of your? Oh, I would say. Glenn Tipton and K.K. Downing from Judas Priest. Yeah. And Randy Rhodes was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, heavily influential. Randy was pretty awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Kiss a I like it. All right. Well, if you want to let us know what your favorite song or album of the year was, please leave us a comment on our website at camfuandfriends.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash camfuandfriends. If you haven't subscribed to our show yet, you can find us on iTunes or use your favorite audio player with our RSS feed link. Big thanks to Andrew and Randy for coming on the show today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules. And thank you, the listeners, for tuning in today. We hope that you enjoyed this series. We are out. Bye.